When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host. And if this is your first Geekscape, well, well, if this is your first Geekscape, you picked a pretty good one to hop on with because we're going to be talking a lot of news and reviews. It's kind of a classic Geekscape going on right now. I've got Katie, Matt, and Derek from the Geekscape Network joining me. And uh, we'll just take you through the latest news and reviews and all that. That's usually what we do on Geekscape, but sometimes we like to mix it up with a guest. Sometimes we have specials. Sometimes Ian Kerner comes over and we review a uh, major event movie, usually in the comic book space, like a big Marvel or DC film. And uh, that's just kind of what we offer here on Geekscape. If you're new to Geekscape, but many of you are not new to Geekscape, and I just want to thank you all for continuing to listen to us over the years. We have a lot of cool stuff going on throughout the summer, um, including a blood drive. We're organizing a blood drive in um, memory of uh, a Geekscape that we lost. Our friend Chris Ellis and uh when he was in the hospital he uh his wife sarah said you know what they need and she she just found out that uh over at ucla what they needed was blood and so we're going to organize a blood drive we're talking to the folks at ucla and we're actually talking to people in a national organization to try and get as many of y'all involved as possible so be ready to give blood because we here at geekscape we give a damn and that's what we do um so let's get down to it we're going to talk news reviews all that stuff how's your week been i hope i I hope you all have been good. And uh, let's just start it off with my co-host, Katie. Here she is. It's been a while since we talked. Katie, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I've got a nice new hoodie. It's real great. It looked like you skinned Sonic the Hedgehog in, in like wearing his pelt. I'm so into that. And I think that's why I chose this blue, because it's very. it matches my headphones, for one. Mm-hmm. And two, it's a Sonic blue. It's very nice. Yeah, got to go faster next time is all I got to say to Sonic. Because <gasps> Katie snatched you, nope. skinned you. And now she's wearing you. I'm going to call you Katie Robotnik at this point because oh, you're why Robotnik? Because he's a villain in the Sonic verse, and you clearly skin Sonic and are wearing his. Oh, pride. that's true. That's true. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I did have a client by the last name of Knuckles, and I was like, "Do you watch Sonic by any chance?" And he's like, "No, I'm older." And I was like, "That's fair, <laughs> but your last name is Knuckles, and that's awesome." <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like growing up in film and enjoying all the comics and video games and then like not outgrowing that stuff and having like <laughs> having <laughs> all these like love and yeah and interest and like these things that pop into your mind like oh did you ever watch this one thing and they're like no and they're like oh i have nothing to talk to you about this <laughs> just 
the arrested development that we have adopted, we sometimes associate that to everybody because our friend group is all kind of in a similar place. And that's what we, we, we built Geekscape to be that place. And there have been times when the social inadequacies pop up in our own the Geekscape biosphere. And I just have to remind myself, we built Geekscape, not successful adultscape. <laughs> it's like, this is what we do. And we have successes. But my mantra is, you got to get old. You do not have to grow up. <laughs> Welcome to Geekscape. Oh, no. It's like all the realizations are hitting at once. <laughs> no, as if they haven't been hit in your face <laughs> by reality every single day. And Christopher Robinson's in the chat. And he says, hey, that's Katie Eggman to you. So you are the <laughs> Japanese version right there. <laughs> yes. And uh, that, yep. And Big Yanks, he says, Ooh, well, I think it's a, it's a mandal- helmet. Oh, yeah, yeah it is. It's- it's a Boba Fett helmet emoji. So right. enjoy that podcast, listeners. We got a bunch of visual jokes for you uh, over here. <laughs> We're streaming on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, all that stuff. And uh, here we go. Uh, speaking of Arrested Development, Matt Kelly's here. <laughs> and uh, Matt had a giant life event. He bought a house. Yeah. That his sister, his sister no longer wanted. No. And... Uh, <laughs> It now has a couch in the cl- in the in the garage that his sister no longer wanted. Yeah. So, so, so you, I just wanted to tell you, I love you. You're one of my best friends. You are not your family's recycling bin. No. So here's the thing. So she left the couch. She was like, "Hey, our friend's going to pick this up," and then their friend was like, "I don't want the couch." And she's like, "Well, you know, you're you're part of this HOA. That means that it's big trash every trash day through the HOA. So you just drag it to the curb." Well, then I get a letter in the mail from the HOA letting us know that people have been abusing the trash uh, levels so much <laughs> that now we're limited to a single trash can per household. So you cannot get rid so of the I couch can't take just the... bringing it to the curb. Yeah, so I'm like, well, I need to get these out of the garage so I can park in my garage. Now, Matt, did, did the person bail on picking up the couch after photos were posted of the couch because you posted some photos on social media look they had some dogs and it's scratched up it's a it's a beat up couch i get it but it is very comfy i've slept on that couch at least once (laughs) sure sure (laughs) this couch is it's a bigger dog bed yeah. All right, it's basically what Matt's telling you. But please come get it. If you, Let's say you're a hoarder. If you're a hoarder and you want a couch, come get Look, the couch from Matt, If please. you're a college student and you're just looking for something to put in your apartment and you've got low, you're, you're just like, I just need a, a place to sit. It doesn't need to be good. And you're on the East Coast. That's and a you're, big well, part. And you're specifically all, able all to drive and pick it up because I will not yeah. be driving it to you. But you know, Listen, man, you just put a little throw thing on it. The couch will be brand new. And anybody who's on it is going to be drunk anyway. Yeah, so this exactly. Couch just be anything. Hey, frets. Come get it. Yeah. Yeah. Please come get the couch. Couch. (laughs) Matt, why why don't you just keep the couch, put it in your backyard and have it for like cookouts or something like that? Because listen, I've lived in this area once before and I got a two hundred dollar fine for having a screen door underneath my deck for breaking HOA rules, so I definitely don't think they're gonna approve a couch on the deck. Okay, this is what you do. HOAs just be charging for everything. HOAs are out of control. Now technically here's the thing. Technically, Fine. I could take it to the curb, but I have to call the trash company and tell them what I'm taking to the curb, and then they'll tell me how much extra they're charging me for it, 
which at oh, that okay. point I'm like, no, hmm. this is my sister's problem. <laughs> like, all right. Not anymore, listen, bud. It, yeah. it, it, listen, you got to stop playing hot potato with your family. All right. Yeah. They're just leaving you all this stuff. I, it's disrespectful. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to take the couch over to your sister's place and you're going to dump it on her curb. I can't fit it into anything. I'd have to literally carry it to her house. It's only a couple yeah. blocks, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, it's like the 20, Kellys all live. <laughs> yeah, the Kelly, the Kellys all live within like a three block radius of each other. It's like this. It's like a hive structure. Yeah, right. I mean, like, Brian I, escaped. I, he got down to Georgia somehow, but the rest of us. Right. Brian, under the listen. dark of night, under the dark of night, you're just mm. gonna take that couch on your back, turtle style, just slowly She'll get it over. Was, that would be so. Oh my god, her just like waking up in the couch and recliner, just yep. sitting on her porch. Okay. Be a good All right, this, this is what you're gonna do, Matt. You're gonna take a bunch of dog food. You're gonna. <laughs> well, I don't like well, this. So let's talk about the continue story. But okay. oh my god, this is what you're gonna do. You're gonna take. You're gonna. You're gonna find a buddy with a truck. Anybody, give him. Give him twenty bucks. Get give some. Can, can get food. some. Get some cans of dog food. Wet dog food. You're going to put that stuff in the middle of the night on your sister's curb, on her lawn. Just put it on her lawn. Block her door with it, yeah. including the the love seat that comes with it. You're going to slit open those little those little cushions. <laughs> You're going to empty the dog food into it. Let's make sure you do this around 10 p.m. Really let the smell get in there. When she wakes up, she's going to have a family of raccoons living in those things. All right? So- Just really make sure that it's attractive to animals. Maybe put some <laughs> seeds in there. Whatever you want to do. But have it's basically going to be a biohazard by the time she goes yeah. to get her morning here's, newspaper. All right. Here's the thing. But, here's I mean, the other. Here's the other uh, interesting story about this place that I live, um, and it, it's going to sound like I live in a real shithole of a neighborhood. It's actually a beautiful. It's a beautiful little area. I like where I live. I love this house. I love everything about this house. But the next door neighbor is a cat lady, and when I say that she's a cat lady, what I mean is that. Because she's the head of the HOA, she's above the law. And, and she's she, next to you. And she's next door to me. And she has 10 bowls of cat food outside at all times for the strays in the neighborhood. Sure. And I, at night, have never seen a cat eating out of it. But I've seen raccoons. I've seen possums. Okay. I've seen right. foxes this, eating Matt, out of there. Matt, strike all of my suggestions for the record. <laughs> this is what you're going to do. Put, the right? deck, put it on her deck. <laughs> No, 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 no. She, she's, she clearly, she clearly will know where the couch came from, <laughs> right? She'll clear, but this is what you do, all right? Two birds, one stone. You take the couch. You take it over to your sister's. You slit a hole in it. You put the cat food in there. <laughs> you take the old lady's cat food. Oh, well, you don't you have to buy food. You, sh- you shove it deep into those cushions, every single cushion. We're talking the armrest. We're talking the, the bottom. We're talking the back. We're talking every cushion in there. You just fill it with cat food. And just like you said, those raccoons, those wild animals, they'll be eating out of that complete cat food stuffed couch by the time 8 a.m. rolls around and your sister wakes up with her kids, they're going to have a family of raccoons living in their front yard in that couch. That's the plan. That's what I'm doing. Let's do this. (laughs) And then the old lady will be like, I could have sworn there were 18 bowls of cat food out front. Why are there only 12? So, also, I definitely see a... um, uh, Tales of the Dark Side situation happening with the lady for the HOA <laughs> happening next door. Where like you're just like you're just gonna not hear from her for a month, and you're gonna get this smell in your house. 
and you're going to slowly like you're going to call somebody. They're going to lo- pick the lock. They're going to let you in, and then you're just going to get a cat climbing out of that woman's mouth. So you can be oh dead, yeah, like, no, it's going to be the ending of Creep Show with the cockroaches for sure. But it's going to be cats. <laughs> Matt, you're you're one of the co-hosts of Horror Movie Night on the podcast network here at Geekscape. That's that's Tales of the Dark Side, right? Where the cat comes out of the lady's mouth. Yep. Yep. Okay. The cat okay. from hell like- is the name of the uh, the segment. Well, I would like for you to acknowledge on the next Horror Movie Night podcast that, you know what, Jonathan, his knowledge of all geekdom, mile wide, inch deep. I can still cover all topics poorly. My favorite thing is that you brought in Derek and he's had not a single second to be able to throw anything. (laughs) If you're watching this on Facebook, YouTube, or, or Twitch, you know that that is not Derek. Derek is always clean shaven. That is somebody who crawled into Derek's house. I didn't know if I was supposed to talk yet because I didn't get an intro. So, okay. uh, I was just trying to be quiet. All right. So he said what he wanted to say here on Geekscape. That was Derek, everybody. No. I hope we liked them, enjoyed them here on the show. And oh, I'm sorry. I just know he won't get mad when we mess with him because he's Canadian. <laughs> That's why. That's why. <laughs> That's um, the only reason why. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I've let myself go a little bit. I'm scared of going to the mall still. Uh, you know, I, I just got my first uh, first vaccine shot. So. Which Still working up that immunity. I ended up with Moderna. Um, you know, not too bad. Uh, it question, knocked me on my ass for like you. three days, though. I had like the like it felt like I had like a flu for like three days. But yeah, my um, hair is. I, I I look ridiculous. If if Katie skins Sonic the Hedgehog to wear him, I feel like I skinned the Honeycomb Monster. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it looks like on top of my head right now. So, um, no, uh, why? Derek, why why don't you, why don't you just have Michaela cut your hair? You like, know, she, if you, you on the on the Geekscape YouTube, you can see Heidi cutting my hair. That was successful. Michaela has cut my hair a couple of times during the pandemic, and it went quite well. Um, but it takes so much longer compared to like a hairdresser that is tra- trained for you know to cut a a, a three hour block of time out on uh, you know one of my days okay. off feels, feels like here, a lot. okay. Derek, does what you do. You take a can of dog food. You shove it in Michaela. You take a can of dog food. You go down to the local dog park. You bury that dog food. You put it all over your head. All right? Nice and good. And you lay down on the ground. No. <laughs> no, so Derek, I have a question for you. Because I think yeah. you said this a couple, I want to say at least two or three months ago. That yeah. the, the situation that you're in right now, or at least at that time in Canada, was that if you got the first shot of something, it would be literal months until you were allowed to get the second shot. Yeah, um, I do know that like about a month ago, I want to say <laughs> Biden was kind of just like, you know, we're, we're sending this shit out to other <laughs> other places. Are yeah. you still going to have to wait months or are you actually able to follow they, like the recommended three to four weeks? It's a great question. <laughs> uh, they're going fast and loose in Canada. It went from, you know, the recommended is like 28 days or something between between shots. They increase that to 16 weeks um, okay and then now they have reduced it i think it's like 10 weeks or something like that but that 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 revelation was just in the past few days today they also announced that they might mix vaccines and so if you got one vaccine to start no. you might get your second shot of a different vaccine no so i've heard a few people do that they got the first shot of moderna and their second shot was pfizer and apparently they're they're fine <laughs> well you don't, end up like that, you don't end up like that toxic waste dude in RoboCop who's like, yeah. help me. <laughs> what? 
Well, I, I remember like we were like specifically told that like make sure you get the right vaccine for the second one, like because yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we Katie's flipped, second we've... one never happened. Well, no, because I think you went to the same people that gave me my shot, who were like, "You're getting Moderna." And I'm like, "Great!" And then they're like, "By the way, it was Johnson and Johnson." I was like, "What?" <laughs> Surprise! We gave you the Russian stuff. I don't even think Johnson Johnson has hit Canada yet at this point. I think probably uh, best. Yeah, they yeah. they AstraZeneca was a big one for a while, and then they were like, "Oh, maybe." don't get this one but then they're like it's fine again we're just kidding it was all good and then nobody wanted that one still so it's really the the pfizer and the moderna are um the the primaries that they're giving at this point but yeah and then they were like we might we might give you a different second dose and then they were like oh no that's a bad idea we're not gonna do that and then like two weeks later it's like you're probably gonna get a different vaccine on your second (laughs) one so they're really just making it up as they go look Derek, just all you have to think about is at the end of all of this when we you're sit gonna, down at Panda Express, you're going to get some mango salsa. Yeah, you're going to get yeah. some. This is all for for those San Diego goodies. <laughs> give me just give yeah. me one of each, and I'll, so I can uh, get down to the <laughs> My, you know whatever whatever. Katie's never Katie's never gone to San Diego Comic Con with us and understood that we our major meetings are at Panda Express, at, Rock and Baja, Baja the Rock and Baja, Baja that has the but but that, that you know what if Derek can't make it, this is what you do. I, we'll I, be I, at, we'll be at Rock and Baja. You'll still be stuck in Canada. You take a can of dog. <laughs> I haven't um, been there still, in two. I haven't I'm been there in like. By this, like whole, like you might get a second vaccine. That's oh totally yeah, different. it's uh... like I, I talked to my doctor afterwards. I was like, hey, so they gave me Johnson Johnson, and they kind of duped me. And I was like, what if I go in for like a different one? And she's like, don't do that. Don't even think about doing that. And I was like, okay. I mean, if you'd like to come to Canada, they'll yeah. give you whatever you want. And I've uh, always I mean, wanted to go. You just have to stay here for weeks. four months to, to yeah. get. Yeah, yeah. You just have to stay here forever to to be able to get your second one. But. <laughs> so my favorite, my favorite thing is when I took over doing uh, Geekscape's Insta, uh, Instagram page, which it used to be run by Derek and Michaela. Um, one of the things that I noticed right away was that the news feed on the Geekscape Forever Instagram page was constantly filled with updates from Rock and Baja because that was one of the like 50 accounts that they followed on there. You do not unfollow that account. No, no I, I, I haven't I been there not. in two years. They're like the one email list that I haven't unsubscribed to. Um, because- <laughs> You know, it just brings me a little bit of joy every time. It feels like they're speaking right to me, you know? Aww. We'll be back. I mean, I'm getting solicitations from Comic-Con. I don't know if that November Thanksgiving weekend Comic-Con is going to happen, but I do know that LA Comic-Con is happening the weekend um, afterwards. This is the weekend of December 3rd through the 5th. It's going to happen here at the LA Convention Center. I actually know who the guests are, and they're pretty huge. So nice. tickets go on sale, I think, in about a week uh, in a, or in a few days. And those are early bird tickets that will be like pretty discounted. <laughs> but they, they wanted me to talk to the Geekscapers and tell them about LA Comic Con's uh, December Con. Because you know I want them. I mean, I just did that like... I moderated like their digital right, remote yeah, yeah. convention mm-hmm. and I want to do an in-person one because some of these names are pretty awesome. So nice. I don't very, know. Very, very cool. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, and geekdom. Like what have y'all been playing? I, I think Heidi and I have a film festival coming up this weekend. The Geekscape produced uh, Chasing Fletcher. I was playing at Reedy Reels in, in, in person for you guys. Finally, it's super exciting. I get to sit in a theater yeah. and have people call me names. Um, <laughs> but they're going to love Heidi. And hopefully they love the film. And that plays this Saturday. So next episode will probably be from South Carolina. But um, in non-Geekscape film news, like what is going down? I mean, it seems like every time we do a Geekscape podcast, the next day, 
something big happens. And in the case of last week, it was the Eternals trailer for Marvel <laughs> hitting. And why we got the we got the Eternals trailer, <laughs> and it definitely looked like the Eternals. And do you all want me to tell you who the Eternals are? Because that trailer sure didn't. <laughs> I did do, I, I watched a deep dive on it and um, it helped explain a bit of it. There's so much I don't know about the Eternals. One of my favorite memes was when they were like, the useless. And I was like, well, okay. There's different timelines. We might have different reasons why they haven't shown up yet in the in the multiverse. But, oh, I'm so, it looks so good. And I'm excited for Kumail. Kumail looks awesome. Yeah, the movie looks beautiful. And uh, I think, yeah, I, I I will say this, and I think Ian Kerner will back me up when we talk Marvel Comics. The Eternals, I think people are looking at it as a possible misfire for Marvel. I have too much faith in Marvel to think that they're going to misfire. Everything's connected. Even the movies that I've not liked as much as the others, I've still liked. And, right. um, and if this is one of those, then great. It's still better than a lot of stuff out there, and it's still a fun comic book movie. And it sounds like it's got a sense of humor, which is always a part of that charm that Marvel puts in their films. As for who the Eternals are in the comic pages, I've never felt like they've had one definitive run that has felt really good. I mean, they they come out of the product of that 1960s, 70s race to like make more teams, and they're not they're not the Inhumans, but they are a hidden uh, group. They are as old as the universe and, or this and that. And they're, they've always, they're always being retconned. Like is Thanos one of them? No. Well, he's a Titan. Well, what's a Titan is a Titan, like an eternal. And even now in the comics, they're trying to kind of merge Thanos's origin into the eternals to, as kind of a, a well, bridge. There's, there's a different you know branch, I mean? right? There's like a different branch of the, yeah. eternals, the, I keep saying the wrong word in my head, but okay. It's just, Forgive me. It's not the degenerates, but it's something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, or maybe that is the name. And, of it. And I can't <laughs> keep the Eternal stuff straight because, it, like, <laughs> Neil, even like Neil Gaiman, who's a master storyteller, did a run on the Eternals, and I came away being like, eh. and, I mean, and, and, and like right now, a there's a Gaiman. there's one that's going on where I'm like, okay, I mean, maybe you couldn't you make that same argument for like the guardians of the galaxy pre the movie guardians of the galaxy. Like, yeah, 100%. Like, there was not uh, really any thing with that. Like I was like, I'm going to see this movie because it's a Marvel movie. I don't know. No, who these people are, or what this is. There was, there was a definitive, uh, story for guardians of the galaxy. It was called far escape. And it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a handsome produced sci-fi show about basically a spaceship full of criminals. Um, but it was yeah, also, that's it that's was a joke like, because a, the cemeteries. Yeah. yeah, it was it was like it was a comic that like they didn't really follow the comic, but like the movie was still amazing and Pratt and everyone movie, were so great. Yeah. I would say that the that yeah, I would say that the Guardians of the Galaxy pre Abnett and Lanning, it's very true. Like, who are the Guardians of the Galaxy? Those are the Yondu characters that you saw that were like the the Ravers, the Ravagers, whoever in, in episode. <laughs> in like the second one that's yeah. Sylvester Stallone team. Those are the original guardians in the comics. But in like the early two thousands, uh, Abnett and Lanning did this storyline where they were like, okay, let's, let's just kind of have the, all these disparate, you know, space Marvel characters and let's make a new guardians of the galaxy core one. And let's send them off in an adventure. And that stuff started to include all the different space characters from Marvel. And it, it led to a, a pretty big annihilation event 
that had to do with a bunch of different characters and who knows if those characters get introduced. I think the Fantastic Four would be a good entry point to some of those space-faring characters. Obviously, Guardians will be, but uh, maybe Thor, Love and Thunder will be, but there's we're going to get a lot of cool space movies. And Eternals is just another ver- like corner of that stuff. Does it have a definitive storyline? No. Did Guardians? No. And the script that they had that Nicole Perlman had written for Guardians of the Galaxy, supposedly it was more Star-Lord looks for his father, which turned into the second movie. And James was like, no, no, let's make this this a different story. He kind of did his own thing, which is why he got, I think, full writing credit for it. Or maybe he shared story with Nicole Perlman, who writes a bunch of Marvel stuff too. But I mean, Uh, I'm going in with open uh, open eyes and ears and open opinions. I haven't even watched the Eternals trailer, which makes me super unqualified. I got really sucked into the Dear Evan Hansen trailer dropping instead and was just like, yes, yes, at last. (laughs) Finally. I mean, we got, I mean, it's crazy how fast we're getting this stuff. By the end of the week, we're going to have. Sweet Tooth, very in the next couple of days, we're going to have Loki. I was just going to say. And yeah. We're going to end up with a uh, Black Widow movie, <laughs> you know, in a month. Like, this stuff is coming so fast and heavy. There's was, there was heavy rumors of a Spider-Man trailer today, too, that didn't end up dropping. But That's true. Um, apparently, it, it's got to be right around the corner. Oh, I got Rickrolled on it today, actually. No! <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did that make you feel, Derek? Uh, you know, it was a good one. It was like in one of the uh, the screen print trading groups that I'm in on on the internet, and it had like the right thumbnail. And you tap on the YouTube account, and it was like Sony Pictures Entertainment, but with two ends. So like, and it started with like a clip from Spider Man, uh, before the before the music hits, and it was really it was really creative. I was into it. <laughs> you know what? Like. Can somebody rickroll somebody with a song that's not as tight as... The- I was literally <laughs> going to say the same thing. I will sit through that whole song because I love that oh, song. Oh, I love it. It's, yeah. it's a good song. Yeah. It's a really good song. Yeah. Do you remember it does, pick it does make me a, a, like, a measure of anger and then like and then I laugh, but then I get a little bit angry again. Like I never really know how to fully feel about a rickroll, especially because it's like, this is still happening. <laughs> yeah. Can we also try to start using Together Forever as a rickroll tune? Because that's, you know, that deserves just as much credit as Never Gonna give you up uh do you remember when when he rickrolled uh the macy's day thanksgiving parade on no. the yo no. yeah no. the yo gabba gabba float like they the yo gabba gabba float they started singing a song on the float and then all of a sudden the music hit and rick ashley burst out of the middle of the <laughs> of the float and just performed the song in its entirety you That's can find amazing. it on YouTube. It's fantastic. I'm looking that up as soon as we're done here. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> That's Geekscape for the week, everybody. Yeah, we're going to go watch some of that. But uh, yeah, Derek, you said that Michaela just finished reading the first storyline of Sweet Tooth. And she, she finished She, she finished the all 40 issues, actually. Um, Dang. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, I'm so glad that she read it because I was reading it and just loving it. And like, you you have to read this. Anytime I tell her to do anything, it just makes her not want to do it like intensely. Exactly. And so anytime I try to suggest anything, it's risky because she'll she'll not do it just because just because I, I, I suggest it for her. But she absolutely loved the book. And she then like I've got a few other Jeff Lemire books on the shelf. And so she's reading like Lost Dogs now um and and she's just like floored by like both his both his art style which i think is really 
quite unique, but the the stories that he tells are just unreal. And we cannot, it's Friday's going to be tough because she is work. She won't be home until like 9 PM. And so for me to sit there all day and to not be able to watch sweet tooth until then is going to be tough. But um, I'm so happy that she read it and, because now we can kind of go through that, that, you know, the, the, the series together and uh, um, you know, I'll, I'll see what we come away with, see how different it is. And, and if it, if it hits, hits the right beats and, and everything like that, but I'm so excited for it. Invincible had a shout out to the underwater yes. welder. Yes, I episodes. saw. Yeah, I sent her a video of that, and I was just because I was so happy. Everything else in that show is like parody of of you know. It's like obviously that's that's like Batman or something, but it, but it isn't. Doctor Strange. Yeah, like, but to just straight up be like, oh, this is the underwater welder. It's about a underwater uh, welder. Yeah, you start seeing ghosts. Like, so those of you who's watched Invincible, there's a sequence where the main character Mark is talking to his girlfriend about comic books. And he just describes Jeff Lemire's underwater welder <laughs> beat for beat. And, and I thought it was so cool that those characters like that. There's that, that kind of like indie comic love connection mm-hmm. going out there, especially now that those con- the creators are all slowly getting into the mainstream and getting on Netflix. Like I never thought in a million years I'd be seeing sweet tooth on Netflix. Right. Even, even when it got optioned, even when right. it was like, okay, Robert Downey Jr. Optioned it doesn't mean they're going to go ahead right. and pull the trigger on this insane story yeah. and i hope they pull it off um i, th- I think it's we're, we're obviously in a golden age you know i don't know if y'all ended up watching jupiter's legacy but no i, I, I was curious it. about that what i don't know any it, it was obviously a comic beforehand but like i don't know anything about that other than what it, we talked about it's like the Eternals. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I do have a, before you jump into that, I have a sweet well, tooth-based question real yeah, quick. Yeah, go for it. Go for so it. Derek talked about reading them on a previous episode, so I immediately went on Amazon and bought the first hardcover. Yeah. Um, it hasn't shown up yet. So my question is this. It's twofold. Where one, the hell did it go? Yeah, where the <laughs> fuck is it? No, <laughs> it was, number one is... What's been Amazon Prime? <laughs> um, I'll teach him to put that couch on the curb. Yeah. Uh, question number one is... Should I hold off watching the show until I can read the comics? And second question is, do you think that just reading the first hardcover should cover this season? Or do you think that they're going to try to do the entire series in one show? I, it's like, I think it's eight episodes. I cannot imagine them rushing, like running through the whole entire series because quite a bit happens. Um, but it, are things also mixed up? Do things happen in a different like order than you would expect from reading the book? I... I think it's tough. I would say read the book. Um, right, well, Derek, Derek, you text me on Saturday because I know you'll finish the whole damn thing <laughs> on Friday and say you're safe to watch it after we, you read the hardcover. We've also got The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It coming out on Friday. You know, I got to split my time between the two of them. <laughs> I, I think what, but I think Derek's advice is sound. I think that um, Derek and I will hopefully watch those episodes by early next week. I think Derek and I should do a Sweet Tooth episode uh, or something. Uh, and... I think that will be the nice barometer of whether or not like the story is complete or if there's going to be, or if it's just the first couple mm-hmm. chapters of it. Or but if it doesn't that, follow that much of the template at all, yeah, like that could also they just do their own story in that world. And then it's like, all right, we'll fucking just watch it. And then I, read the comics I would also take, I would also take a look like, is any of it on like comicsology unlimited or anything? Because you could get like a, That's what or, I was or even get whatever the one that you prime reading is, or, or is you any know, of it available there? Because you could Matt get a head start do, there too. That yeah. doesn't nah, do digital. As soon as I started saying it. Matt wants it to collect dust. <laughs> and when Matt brings over a future prisoner, he can be like, "What do you think of these DVDs?" Right, I'll say it, I'll I guarantee say it. you, <laughs> I guarantee you, it's in your neighbor's house right now, and she's gonna charge you an HOA fee. 
It's been Matt is uh, Matt, Matt. What is what is happening at your house right now while the episode's running? Matt just heard a sound in his house. This is no, no, exciting, no. folks. Matt's about to get murdered. No, oh, I, please, not this. One time. of the things. One of the things that uh, is up here in the studio, <laughs> which is what I refer to this loft area. I'm going to turn on this light so you can see it. Um, okay. We've it's actually got, good lighting too. Yeah, we've got. <laughs> the bookshelf back there is CDs. That is oh my one third of the CD collection currently, and that is three it's rows... reaching the ceiling. And yeah, it's, it's just three one rows bookshelf. back. <laughs> I feel like I didn't know about the CD collection. I thought it was okay. just uh, DVDs and VHS. Okay, yeah, so what like... you're telling me, Matt, is the couch is not the only thing that you have to leave on a curb. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I got a bookshelf downstairs too. Yeah, <laughs> of, of those bookshelves, like of the three deep CDs, how, how which one have you listened to recently? Oh, I'll pull it up right now. One second, I'll be back. Oh, why did I ask? I thought we were going to say that. This he is did riveting it. content. This is riveting. <laughs> you just you just put another quarter in them. Like what the fuck? He couldn't just. He's got to show you. He couldn't just tell. We us. were actually hey. talking about movies, video games, and comics. As I as I promised the audience, and you went and put just another quarter in Matt. So. I had to. So in this in the move, I found this. Which is my high school band's album. Oh, okay. so it's kind of worth it. Okay. It's kind of worth it. <laughs> so that I, sounds pretty badass. So can I pop you, that on and it is. digitize it and it is okay. it out? Bad. Matt, <laughs> Matt, you're saying you digitized it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you email me an MP3 and I will share it in this broadcast? No. Uh, why? <laughs> what, why, are you, why are you living your life in fear? He's, no. He's trying to get no those royalties, listen, bro. Listen, John. I am a businessman first. What will yeah. happen is that eventually, oh, I'm that on SoundCloud. I'm going to make some money. Eventually, there's going to be a Geekscape Patreon account, and oh, we can do a listen party on Discord once that Geekscape Patreon account is up and live. Oh. Matt, do you want to just send me one track? To <laughs> sweet, sweet and like deal. Thirty seconds. You know, oh. we can throw thirty okay. seconds out so, there. So, so Matt and I, we we talked last week about all the different stuff that we got going on with Geekscape. Obviously, this summer we're we're talking to a group about doing a national blood drive for Chris Ellis. I've reached out to a couple of people about coming on, doing a fun Geekscape 600 stream. I don't know if it's going to happen. We're working on a lot of different things. Um, but one of the ideas was a Patreon. I've been staunchly opposed to doing a Geekscape Patreon because, well, it's just, come on, man. Like we, we, <laughs> I, we, we, send, we send out t-shirts every week. We do fine. The Patreon though, one thing that Matt and I talked about was, it just goes to Matt and whoever is keeping up the network and maybe, you know, what else we need. But I don't want to touch any of the Patreon stuff. I, I think I can make stuff for the Patreon. I think, like, shirts it would be a cool tier for the Patreon. I've got all these, like, these are kind of cool. I've got tons. George Callard always makes these things. But we've got magnets and Geekscape stickers and here are the prophecy pins and all this stuff that, like, I just have, and there's, there's uh, always the random shit that people send to you that you don't have that you don't want at all as well. No, I always enjoy ha- yeah. going through. I get yeah, first. That goes dips, into though. the Comic Con box. Yeah, all I get, that stuff I get just first happens. And I think uh, I just stuffed a bunch in the, in the shirts that went out last week, and like here, have some Geekscape magnets, and here are the prophecy magnets, and this and that. And I think that, yeah, I think that will be fun fulfilling the Patreons. Um, but I think that money will just basically go to Matt and Geekscape infrastructure maybe advertising or outreach, but 
we good over here in the London household. I'm all right on that. We good over here. Chris Robinson says he's still waiting on a shirt. Uh, email me at jonathanandgeekscape.net, Chris. Uh, sorry about that. I'm going to send you two shirts. Okay, Ooh, that's that's thanks. my bad on that one. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, you found out what happened when Katie tried to pay for a Geekscape shirt. I, I get a gremlin down the hall. Yeah. Maybe we could start you, giving away Matt's CDs. I just no. It just happened. Kate, I got nowhere. an order. I got a Geekscape order from Katie. She had bought a shirt, and I just was like, I texted her. I was like, "What the heck are you doing?" So the next day, she gets a text that was like, "Which apartment's yours?" <laughs> and then she gets a knock on the door, and she had like seven shirts. And I just was like, "Your money's no good here." I think it was five, and three of them were from Mark. <laughs> yeah, I love Mark. Yeah, I love Mark, and, uh, and I just don't want. Who cares? <laughs> Ultimately, my I think the money, I'm not saying I'm relaxed about all it. this I think to we, say all the money will go to good causes, aka good cause. uh, the NAACP or to Matt Kelly. You know, they're both like the same. Hey, Kate, we're both just trying Katie, to survive Katie, in this crazy world. <laughs> Katie spent twenty five dollars ordering a shirt she never had to buy, so I spent a hundred dollars in her name going to the NAACP. I was like, "Here you go." And then I spent money on the NAACP as well, and I was like, here, "We're just all. trying to do good stuff here in Geekscape because you know what? We're here for about eighty years, and then in a couple millennia, the Earth will get sucked into the sun. So who gives a fuck?" Yay! <laughs> so what else are you guys watching? <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah. That's how I feel. And, and, and the we, place just for to, we just have optimism. <laughs> Here, listen. That coach just, will we, still be there. Matt is trying to Matt is trying to quit a job. If you don't know, he's putting it all over Facebook. Like, y'all ever done freelance? And so, and so, here's the thing: if, if we can't, if we can't, if we can't keep Matt alive, he, I'm going to have to run this crap. And so, I'm just trying to keep Matt alive. Matt, knowing that you're probably going to be poor and unable to eat, what you do is you take a can of dog food. <laughs> Uh, you ever see the beating a lethal weapon with Mug Gibson's eating dog food? <laughs> oh, yes, and gross. <laughs> hey Matt, this is what you do. <laughs> all right, all right. So, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, Matt's neck of the woods, I have not got I started this Mayor of Easton stuff, but like it is taking the internet by storm. I know Matt, Derek hasn't finished it. I don't think Matt's living it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even started it. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. The the people at Binge Town just announced that they're gonna do um one of the two shows they do is Rooks and Vets. Rooks and Vets is where they have three of them who've never watched the show and two have like obsessively watched the show. Hmm. So they're going to revisit it with the two that have obsessively been watching it and the three that haven't. And I'm just gonna follow along with that the same way I did with uh Shadow and Bone. So they'll do like one episode at a time. I'll watch the episode and then listen to their breakdown and then wait a week. I think that the closest I've heard that it's compared to is maybe like a uh, true detective style storyline. We don't really need a true detective season four. Yeah. Uh, we've got Mary Beast Town. Or I, I feel like it's or anything. It's like a bit less dark and, and like, a, if I remember correctly, it's dark. It's not like, <laughs> Are you sure about that? yeah, I don't think it's, it's like not, it's not true detective dark. And like the first, see, I don't remember the second season, but the first season had a lot of like occult elements, which are definitely not a thing in Mare Beast Town. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, the there's a couple of red herrings did. and things, but, it, but the thing is, is that one is Kate Winslet, who's just yeah. amazing. So, who's so that was the weirdest thing amazing. was like living because the the town that i live in specifically is where they shot it oh so really like 
So they <laughs> shot like there's a ton of scenes apparently that are on my sister's street. And she saw Kate Winslet jogging past her house every morning on her like morning run. And she was Matt! like, just weird. Like she was like, like, it's just but it's weird for us because we're like, why does anyone care about little old Delco? Like, <laughs> like Delco is just like the trash, <laughs> the trash, like stepbrother of like Philadelphia. I want, but I wondered where they had shot it because it, it's very like all of the interiors, all of the houses, like it feels very East Coast and not at all like, oh, we shot this in Vancouver and made it look like Pennsylvania. Yeah, no, they were they were living in Aston and Brookhaven, Pennsylvania, shooting most of it. And then like they went to like um, a lot of it was shot in like Ridley Park and Upper Darby, which is mm-hmm. like a 20 minute drive from here. And that's kind of like you'll notice I I definitely have a, a Pennsylvania accent, but I don't have quite the accent that they have on that show. That's more of if you were to go like 20 minutes from there, that's how every person talks. Like yeah. everyone has that accent. Well, that, that's the thing. <laughs> I didn't realize how great Kate Winslet was at accents and like she picks her moments, mm-hmm. but like. Uh, it's very natural. Like it doesn't feel forced at all, in my opinion. And I'm not from Pennsylvania, so I don't know that accent very well. But it it it's subtle enough that it feels natural. Um, and we every time we would watch an episode, we just be like, I don't know, my daughter fell in the water, <laughs> just yeah. like, like, over and over. <laughs> yeah. and over. <laughs> water is definitely water. a part of it. And uh, Matt, I think that just hit up the production and see if they're doing a season two and if they need a couch. Y'all need a couch and a shelf full of buck cherry CDs? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's do that. Uh, Kate Eglin says, oh my goodness, the dedication of dead media that man has. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, sitting in between, I'm sitting in between where this desk is. There's two tiny bookshelves and the one bookshelf is filled with every single Goosebumps book that's ever been released oh and the other one's filled with every Animorphs book that was ever released. Matt, <laughs> and he wouldn't where, trade it for anything. Matt, no, where, where, never. Where, can I just, can you tilt the camera? I want to see the wall real quick. Um, I just want to make sure there's enough space for you to put a sign that says the pussy parlor. Because... <laughs> <laughs> That is going to just be, I mean, that that's going to have more slams than WrestleMania here pretty soon. If you, if that's a, why are there, why are there crutches over there? Matt? So that was also Matt, left here. Why are there crutches <laughs> on the wall? London is so still, this is room still crutches. being clean, but that was I found those in the closet when I was cleaning out the closet. Not not only are there crutches, but clearly crutches on the second floor. <laughs> 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 oh, you want the crutches? Go upstairs and yeah, grab go them. Get them. <laughs> so I hurt my foot. <laughs> so my sister and her husband lived here, and then her husband's her husband's brother lived <laughs> up here in this loft area. How do you- why the second floor? Why the second floor? You should not have somebody on couches. So, no, here's the best part. So, I'm cleaning out their closet after they're finally moved out, and I'm texting her about, like, do you need this? Can I throw this out? Et cetera. And then I text her, and I was like, hey, perchance, why are you you doing this? (laughs) Because I need to clean this house. But I was like, hey, perchance, were you missing two plates? And she was like, oh, God, why? Because they always talked about how her husband's brother was like the filthiest person. I'm like, well, I found two pay- plates that were caked in barbecue sauce with napkins stuck to them, wrapped, <laughs> wrapped in a Wawa bag and shoved in between two towels in the closet. <laughs> Matt, you cannot clean that house. Until the- that house will be clean when Zelda Rubenstein steps out of it. 
and declares it clean and not a second earlier. When you have Zelda Rubenstein walk out of that house and be like, this house is not clean. That is when your house is clean and not a moment earlier. There are fucking critters and ghosts and cats and fucking basket cases and all sorts of stuff. Dude, there's an attic in that house. Uh, no, that this, this theoretically oh, would be the attic of it, but There's it has a massive that know basement. About. That's what? <laughs> it has a huge basement. Like yeah, a huge basement. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's probably like tunnels going to your neighbor's house. This is, I don't like this, Matt. I love it. I love it. This is great. Matt, you got to get out. You got to get out, man. Like, <laughs> the only thing I leave a podcast called My Haunted House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to last one episode and halfway through, you're going to hear this. No, don't! <laughs> But it still gets uploaded. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's still going to get uploaded. Somebody's going to be like, oh, yeah. It's a mid-roll even. <laughs> I'm going to upload this in this, I guess there's some high school band CD. Let me upload that. <laughs> Sounds pretty good, man. Oh, shit. Buck Cherry. cans of dog food around? <laughs> uh, what's all the, this boy been eating dog food for last month? <laughs> oh, so I got to address Chris Robinson asking, the dumbest question anyone could possibly <laughs> ask with oh. does matt have any vhs of course does of course matt I have vhs <laughs> i think let, let's be clear it's like a facetious question <laughs> yeah. this, this, this is a perspective game the vhs has matt yeah. <laughs> all right one is a slave to the other don't ever think that matt owns any of this stuff it owns him <laughs> we are our belongings isn't that like a zen buddhist thing that like you know that saying we are our belongings yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, for sure. I'm completely just i'm completely no, paraphrasing and butchering it listen i still but. do my headspace every day but i there's times where i'm like well that they're not talking about me <laughs> <laughs> all the hubris <laughs> oh matt you got some i mean there's like a some addiction thing going on here where it's like I can quit anytime I want. Yeah. Oh shit, Buck Cherry's got a new album. Like, <laughs> it's just you can't. I do want I to met... clarify that I only have one Buck Cherry album. Okay. Oh shit. That's one <laughs> too many. Okay, Matt. Let's play, let's role play. All right. We okay. role played with the with the we role played a little bit. We like RPGs here on the Geekscape. We like the role playing. We role played a little bit with what you're gonna do with the couch. Let's say, Matt, you now have this pad, this bachelor pad. You're gonna start a new life for yourself. It's pretty looking pretty tight. Looking pretty tight. Let's say one day you're out for a walk and you have this beautiful neighbor, your age, and she's into Buck Cherry. She's into all the VHS stuff. Let's just say she's into a horror movie, right? Yeah. And you're like, hey, I love horror movies. You should come over. Let's say you start dating. At one point, there's always a point. They say, enough about this one thing about you. It always happens, Matt. It'll happen to you, too. If she tells you to get rid of the VHSs, I can get rid of the VHSs. I'm not so. Oh, so it depends. Here's the thing: most of the VHS tapes that I have at this point, like the there's ones that are like non-negotiable, and I feel mm-hmm. like if they hear me out, they're like home no. videos of my grandfather. You know what I mean? Okay. Like that's okay. the stuff that I'm that keeping the VHS. Like those okay. are the only tapes that I still really hold on to is like stuff like that. So it's like, okay. yeah, I don't need Elvira on VHS. I've got that's an on Blu-ray. Yeah, I think that's an opportunity for her to say, "Oh, Matt has these VHS of his, of his grandfather, and we're going to I'm going to digitize these for Matt for our one year dating anniversary." What if 
So, so you would, would you do it? What did she say? Now get rid of the DVDs or the Blu-rays. Ooh, that's tough. I just want to note, uh, Christopher Robinson has now taken dibs on the VHS. <laughs> he says, Christopher Robinson in the chat says, me and Logan will take them. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think he and Logan, I mean, I don't know, but maybe they're already good and, and domesticated. But Matt, what if the, the price of the, cause you are a man who now aggressively is trying to get to that next step in life you are looking like i want partnership i want domestication i want to be seen as an independent professional what if what i've been happily talking about this real quick are these dvds (laughs) um so i actually shot a message out on okcupid to someone that i was interested in oh shit no response very devastated but uh i mean here's the thing most of the time i'm on those apps and no one grabs my attention really this was the one that grabbed my attention was under the private thing that I'm willing to admit here. It said, I've seen Weird Al four times and plan to do four more. And I was like, need to message this person right now. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Yeah. But that was like a so, week ago. No response. So I, I don't know. I think it, yeah, I think it was no do, go. Here's what you do. You crack open a can of dog food. <laughs> <laughs> crack you it open. Get the phone out while you got the yeah, can of dog food. Wa- wash the dog food under your phone. <laughs> To get the scent. Once they have the scent, they'll come because uh, they just ran it. Bolt tea on Twitch. Oh, what's up, guys? I'll be out in a second. It's <laughs> just my Vin Diesel's pulling up. Once we go riding with him, uh, it's a little fast nine promotion. Don't worry about it. Uh, so Bolt tea on Twitch actually said some good advice. He said you shut out one message. You need to cast a wide net, Matt. You I, can't so just go after what you like. I, I, you have. I mean, if listen, I, like. I, I straight up had relationships with people I didn't even like. I don't know. What about Balti's second piece of advice? Okay. Okay. Balti also said, this is how you online date. Write a message to every girl online. <laughs> okay, I don't listen. know about that. Whoa. I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah. See, I feel like I'm going to stick with my being choosy and, and being like, it's working for you so far. Well, yeah, here's, yeah. here's the other thing, though, when you're choosy, when you're picky choosy, especially online dating, you're, I mean, nine times out of ten, like you're it's kind of like putting yourself out there for like acting gigs. Like you're yeah. not going to get the audition like nine times out of 10. And, but if you're not casting out that 10th message, then you're not going to get that audition. Like you got to no, sure. be doing that the, every day. The thing and, that's, and that's frust- that you want. Yeah. I mean, the other thing that's kind of frustrating with online dating that I've noticed anyway, and I'm not sure if anyone else has, has dabbled in that fun world, but I don't think any of the online dating apps are good at like, registering like huh this person hasn't logged in for seven months maybe we shouldn't put them up on people's recommended anymore so yeah, like, they could be dead <laughs> so like there's a lot of times <laughs> where like those people could like be in a relationship now like oh, no they, longer do but like their account yeah, they're, still they're, active, they're so dead that i mean they, i didn't want to go to that level but yeah one of them one of them might be in the couch downstairs that's true so, let me open a can of dog food matt I think that what Bolte and Katie say, for the most part, are very, very true. I think my approach to it would be to say, hey, Matthew, you're going to want to practice as well and just get out there. So I would say just send some messages out. And if you have some nice dinners and some nice lunches and some nice coffee dates, hey, you're just meeting people and you can develop some wonderful friendships from that. Um and I think that's that's nice for everybody. But make them pay because you're about to be a freelancer. You know? So this was yeah. the uh, yeah. 
So this was the other thing that made me laugh was We're going Dutch, um, right? <laughs> so I I use uh, I use OK uh, OK Cupid as like the primary dating app, and okay. I got a message today that was like, "Hey, you've got one free boost. See what it's like if you sign up for OK Cupid. Like if you're a paying member of OK Cupid." So it's like, "All right, let's try this free boost." Now you'd think that if they were giving you a free version of something that you would eventually have to pay for, that it would do anything. But like afterwards yeah. it checked up. It was like, hey, because you used that free boost, you showed up in 1.1 t- more times in people's accounts than previously. I hate them. I hate <laughs> them and like, I hate them and I hate them, yeah. Matt. Do not. I, I'm like, I'm not paying I, them I, a cent. <laughs> is okay Cupid any good? I don't know any of this stuff. I, I mean, technically, uh, normally I'm juggling between OK Cupid, Hinge, um, Bumble, and Coffee Tinder's kind of not great. What about and then well, filter you, off? You <laughs> live out in the middle of nowhere. Why don't you do that like farmers only? <laughs> I don't live in the middle of nowhere. Uh, Kate Winslet runs past my sister's <laughs> house. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I got you. I mean, let, let's keep in mind, like when my granny in, in Amarillo went to an old folks' home. She uh, she used to walk near Oprah every morning because Oprah was being sued by the cattle ranchers after she talked about like meat spreading like some kind of disease and they sued her. Um, I'm paraphrasing. Don't sue me. But uh, do you all remember like Oprah was in a lawsuit against cattle ranchers in Amarillo, Texas? No, not oh. even a little bit. Oh, this was in the I'm sure this late, is a little bit more prevalent to you. <laughs> late 90s, early 2000s. And she had to broadcast her show out of Amarillo, Texas. And she had to be there for like months and uh she was in this lawsuit and we had just put our granny in an old folks home and it it, it, they happened to pass each other on their morning walks and uh yeah my granny's from an earlier time so she didn't know that it was oprah she was already like not able to take care of herself and uh she she we were like how do you like the home and she says it's really great i get to say hi to that nice Mm-hmm, lady, every morning. Oh wow! Yeah, um, yeah. I used to when I was doing granny. Oh boy, oh a couple boy. She was losing it many years ago when I was doing the dog walking as a as a full time career. Um, that's when I learned that Wanda Sykes lives nearby because I used to pass her all the time when I was walking dogs and media, which was another weird, weird Philadelphia celebrity that's just. Living in the suburbs for some reason. Wow. So now, now what Matt would do is Matt would open a can of dark now. <laughs> you do, the bit has officially... The bit is done. The bit is done. Comic-Con 2022, that bit's coming back. Just oh, yeah. Sit there, yeah, come and get away. your Geekscape can of dog food with every purchase. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just that, a big old pile joke. of Alpo behind the table. <laughs> but, the oh my gosh, you... that needs to be our new sponsor. We need Matt. You need to reach out to Alpo. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> get them on board with this, this bit. <laughs> this Patreon thing could get a lot easier if you just get that Alpo sponsorship, Matt. <laughs> uh, the way my dementia works is I'll be just randomly making some stupid comment, and something from like a year or two ago <laughs> that, that we were way into is just gonna pop back on. And it'll be the next month's I'm, worth of bad I'm jokes. I'm waiting for it. There's, I know that there was a video I sent pre-pandemic where I was like, get ready for us to quote this all San, San Diego Comic-Con. And it is long gone out of my memory now, but I'm sure it'll <laughs> Oh, it's coming back. Again. Yeah. Matt, send me that damn track of your band. From I will. School, I'll send you. I'll send you. I know it's Send it to me right now. I'll send you our best track. Let's see. You're going to do this right now? 
Is yeah. this something? Can I reward the listeners for listening to the end of the episode with a track from Matt Kelly's high school yeah. band? Oh God! All right, they, now listen. Definitely send the best one. <laughs> no, 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 no. You were sending me the worst one. Listen, even with, the best with, no, one Matt, ain't very good. But... The, pro- the promise is that when we get the Patreon together sometime this summer, the rest is waiting for them as a reward. No, but see, this is the thing. The if the best track is as bad as the track I'm about to send you, then just they wait for how bad the rest of this is. Because this okay. is the thing we recorded this in a single take. We, the we, whole album, the whole album, and yeah, I was drumming mad. and doing the vocals. So there's tracks where I forget words. In song. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, some of the most seminal punk bands did the same thing. Matt. Yeah, I wasn't like, one of them. <laughs> yeah, okay. Noted. Noted. <laughs> Uh, right. Okay, Matt. Just got sent. Okay, you're, Matt is sending me the MP3 right now. We have a world premiere coming up on Geekscape of Matt's <laughs> high school band. And if you like what you hear, uh, you know, subscribe to the Geekscape. Buy okay, a t-shirt. Uh, subscribe to buy a t-shirt, whatever it is. Subscribe to the Geekscape. Um, you know, Facebook and subscribe <laughs> to the podcast. Subscribe to all the Geekscape stuff, and you're going to find out about the Patreon, where you can then get access to the next offering from matt's band i'm going to go ahead and save this track and then i'm going to play it for y'all here uh as we come out of the episode and uh, y'all can go on with your lives without you know any more bother from the geekscape crew um anything that we want to add let me see how we uh, well y'all go ahead and like you want add to whatever vamp you want. while you're doing this just vamp yeah. a little bit while i figure out how to uh play matt's <laughs> High school CD. So I know that the answer is no from John, because I don't think he watched it in like the week that I had texted him to watch it. But Katie (laughs) or Derek, did either of you watch the Orange Years documentary on Hulu? I'm in Canada. Okay, fair. Um, (laughs) There is no Hulu. I'm saying huge recommend on this. It's a a documentary about how uh, Nickelodeon got started. And it is... It is heartfelt, it is fascinating, and you will walk away from that literally just thinking these were some of the smartest people in television history. Like, what they were able to do and create and, like, always kind of keeping this idea of, like, we're just going to be an edgier version of PBS. Like, we we still want to teach kids, but we want to make it feel like it's dangerous for the kids to be watching it. (laughs) Like... It it goes a really long way, and it's also just. I mean, you know. they were the ones that got me into sketch comedy because uh, all of that was just such an amazing show. Um. Yeah, well, and that's it. And they talk, they interview all the all that kids. They talk awesome. about really the big thing that I learned from it was that they didn't know what their show was going to be until they found old episodes of You Can't Do That on Television from Canada. And they were like, what? this is what we're modeling the entire channel off of. Like, this is like uh, so really? bizarre and like there's nothing offensive about it, but it feels like something that parents wouldn't want their kids watching, even though like it's, it's totally G. Yeah. yeah. So like that just became the whole concept of like, how far can you push it without going too far where, you know, the kids' parents might not want them watching it, but then you can like let them have as much fun and make it feel like it's their show. Versus like That's Disney, which felt very like micromanaged. One hundred percent. I was so over the summer, over the pandemic, I was writing for Disney uh, for the YouTube channel, and anytime I would get a note 
it was like, you know, we can't show this. We can't do this. We can't talk about this. The, um, the one note that I, I am allowed to say is that we weren't allowed to talk about Raja the tiger because Tiger King was a huge thing and they didn't want anything referencing tigers that might really slip wow. into that kind of yeah. thing. Well, we had to, we I stopped. ended up writing sketches that were totally, <laughs> with <laughs> it's the a lion. they're like, why did you do this? And I was like, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I found out very quickly when we were doing the Disneydo podcast on Geekscape. Um, one of the many reasons why that show kind of went away was that Disney has a very strong hold on podcasts that have the word Disney in it. So we couldn't get on half the streaming services that all the other shows could get onto because they're like, nope, you're not Disney sanctioned, but you have Disney in your name. We're not legally allowed to like put yeah. your show on our services. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty much on lockdown. So, so Matt, I've got the. What was the name of your band here in the high uh, school? Was they were they were called Off the Wall, off of our only album, Life's Soundtrack, and uh, the song that John's about to play is us desperately trying to be Blink One Eighty Two. Uh, with a song called Ferris Bueller, You're My Hero, which is from Ferris Bueller. <laughs> can, I, can, can I just, can I, I saw the name of the title track here, and I just got to tell you, like, we know Ferris Bueller is trash, right? Yeah. No, he's, he's, a, he's a horrible human being. Yeah, horrible no, human being. I mean, but when I was 16, I was like, yeah, that seems like the type of person you want to be, right? Hey, maybe if I was trash, people would like me. Yeah. yeah. So this is what you do. You get a kid of dog food, and you, yeah. no, okay. Now, All right. So here we go, Geekscapists. Uh, I want y'all to subscribe to our YouTube, our Twitch, uh, join our Facebook groups, Geekscape Forever, and the Geekscape page, and you know, share some Geekscape with your friends. We got like 18 shows on the network. It grows every time I talk about it. Um, but search for Geekscape on your favorite podcatcher. You'll find us. Look, and uh, do, do you want us to still jump back on after the song? And, I, I, and well, it depends on the song, Matt. Okay. The song. <laughs> if, if the song makes me horribly ill, <laughs> I don't want to come back. If, the, But I'm really just saying this because I want the Geeks gave us to share the podcast and share all this stuff. And if the song makes some of them veer off the road and die because their ears have exploded, then... I want to make sure that they've at least texted their friends to tell them about Geekscape. Like, <laughs> we we might be freaking releasing some kind of audio virus right now. Oh boy! And this could be it. Like this, this Listen is the to beginning Geekscape of a James, guys. <laughs> this is like the beginning of a Stephen King book right now. Oh boy! This is right. all, all no started. return. Okay, here we go, Geekscape. As we got the world premiere. Wait, is this a world premiere? Y'all didn't have like a huge premiere, right? I mean, we had a record release party that a few people came to. Enough okay. gilding the lily. <laughs> All right, Geekscapers, this is the world premiere of Matt Kelly's high school band. This is Off the Wall with their song. Uh, let me pull this up. It is called Ferris Bueller, You're My Hero. And uh, I'm just saying hey, this is this is their, their new track. Uh, it's some pretty tight stuff. <laughs> And uh, here we go. Let me know if you can hear this.
without paying attention Back I talk cause you know I have attention Writing lyrics in my notebook Not single note have I come Pass my test, no well Do my homework and I just mess with that Oh my god, I'm like on a bed Cause I'm first off, they got a Stay off my test I'm too cool Lewis said, it's oh. childish. So it is. Doors I go to a world I already know. Now I must go to work on minimum wage. Push the store clerk, makes it known that my life away. People yell at me all day. Got to the house, computer, damn bed. As I fall asleep, words are said. Got a ghost on me, that I'll do it. Off my best, do it. Right around the house, like I'm so cool. There's fuel is said, it's childish. So it's a High school. So we were listening to a lot of uh, Blink and MXPX at that time. <laughs> Finally, I, I can't tell you how many times I've referenced MXPX and no one knew what I was talking about. So that actually Matt, my heart good. <laughs> that was a two minute, 13 second song. And it, Felt like eternity. Was in no way short. Or how many? I thought it was an EP. No, no, it's a full length. Thirteen more tracks. Oh. There's oh. two. Two. Matt, skits. we're trying to get people to sign up for the Patreon, there's, not like burn it to I, the ground. Hear me out. There's two skits. There's an acoustic track, oh, and God, there's a rap song. Why would you song. say that? Why would you say that? You, I mean, Chris I was rooting for you. <laughs> Chris Fafalios is in like seven bands, including Punchline. <laughs> he just said that sounded exactly like MXPX. Yeah. If MXPX had brain damage, like this well, is not, no, this no, no, is no. bad. No, if if MXPX was really exploring the Doppler effect of just like going yeah. around and out hey, on, is, you're drumming. So like, I get it. Like you gotta, you gotta go in, you gotta go out. Yeah. You, you know? Yeah. It was drumming and singing simultaneously, which was fun. Um, I was like it. Let me see if I can. I feel like is we it, need to it? have some Patreon perk where, like, if someone we, what, donates we, enough, we'll we'll listen we'll to the Matt whole Kelly album front again. to back. Yeah. No, we we're gonna need a Patreon perk where we send people to therapy. <laughs> this is this is not. There's no part of this. This is good. The worst. So so the this best, is irresponsible. So here's why that was the best of the tracks, John. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the shortest. No, no. Uh, there's some shorter, but uh, the rest of the record we tried to do ska songs, but like. At the time, our guitarist didn't know how to properly do the strumming, so it sounds really off and weird. Uh, but yeah, no, you know what? The bet the you've met one of the guys in that band. <laughs> do you Can remember? You let him live. Yeah. Do you remember racing kites? No, those guys are talented. Yeah, no, that was me and Matt Howard's first band before he did racing Get kites. Get out of here. Yeah, Matt was on guitar and I was on yeah, drums it's... and vocals. <laughs> I'm gonna unfriend him on Facebook. Yeah. I know he's a he's a it's a prime example of practice. <laughs> he oh, continued yeah. to practice. I didn't. <laughs> so. Too busy with those goosebumps books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Our bassist, our bassist Nick, 
who does the backup vocals on that chorus really should have been the singer of the band. He had a much better voice than me, but he had stage fright and I apparently did not. So I, I took the mantle. Matt, I Take just... that kind of confidence in with your dating ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just send them Matt. a song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So okay. we're not. I just Matt, this is uh, a compliment. No, you don't play we're it again. again? <laughs> London. <laughs> no. What? I have to eat dinner. <laughs> Matt, it sounds, it honestly sounds like you took the like pizza pockets out of the microwave so fast and just shoved them in your mouth. It burned your entire roof of your mouth, and then you tried singing. <laughs> like it sounds still, like you're. It's still in there. The, the it's, pocket is. Yeah, there. you just oh, shoved. Right. You shoved a fucking you shoved a molten bagel bite into your mouth before letting it go down, and then you're like, "I think I'm ready to record this track." That's what that we sounds like. This this CD, I think the full album's like 40 minutes long, and it took us oh about 50 minutes to record it all. Like, it was it was just one take after one take. Sure, Matt, you have to destroy the CD before you have any <laughs> successful dating. This is the thing keeping you back in your life. Oh yeah. Okay. The, the uh, find of the Bolt, century. Bolt T <laughs> says, dating tip, mention you are a lead singer of a rock band. <laughs> All right, Geekscapist, that's enough punishment right there. Matt, I want to thank you for being brave and sharing uh, Off the Wall with us. And Off the Wall should now be renamed In the Trash. Uh, <laughs> I love all you Geekscapists, especially Matt, Katie, Derek. I would love Shane, but he's not here. But he almost was. We'll get him on here. Uh, there's a lot we didn't talk about because we were too busy ripping on Matt. Um, but we do love him. We love all y'all. And Geekscape is, you know, the spiel. Share Geekscape with five of your friends. That helps us get out there. Expect some exciting things this summer. And the best way to keep up with that is by being on the Twitter, the Twitch, the YouTube, the Facebooks, and all the social media for Geekscape. Blah, 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 blah. We love you. So we won't take any more of your time. Derek, Katie, Matt, I think that was a nice Geekscape. Okay. I agree. <laughs> really ended on a high note with that song. And he knows podcasting. So if anybody, some oh, top notch music right there. Matt knows <laughs> podcasting, and he knows that that was gold. We will see you what all Matt know? Uh, next week. All right, great. Bye, everybody. <laughs> I got to figure out a way to get my subscribers back. <laughs> yeah. Listen to ninety one Doggy Lane. <laughs> You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 